Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're going to play a little game here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. What up? Uh, and uh, this is a game we're going to play together, I think. Yes, we are. It's going to be a fun game. Okay. For all of us. How do we How do we play this game, Bradley? Well, Holly, okay, so maybe um, I should have asked you this before, but if you have any game showy music back there, let's get it One ready. One moment, please. Because we are going to play a game Coming courtesy right of, <laughs> of our good friend <laughs> and um, person who we would like to be free and independent in her own right, Britney Spears. And she revealed this game on her latest Instagram post 18 hours ago. It now has 3 million views. Thank you. Wow. And I want to listen to it if possible, Holly. Another thing I'm asking you to do on a moment's notice. She's, it's fine. She she's can do it. She's it's, got, she just it grew up. It has no swears. Arms. I promise she doesn't drop the Effenheimer. Quote, I'm going to read the, the uh, quote, the caption on the Spears thing before we get to the actual game. I feel like we will look back at this time in quarantine as a huge transitional stage in our lives. We don't know when things will go back to normal, but we are staying positive and learning so much about ourselves. For me, I want to thank all my dear, sweet, real fans for being so damn wonderful. I can feel your hearts, and I know you can feel mine. Thank you for your support. That has nothing to do with the game. However, if we listen to her Instagram account, it will be clear momentarily let's listen so i'm here today to answer all of your questions in the comments and the first main question that you guys ask me is what's my favorite holiday my favorite holiday is probably halloween just because i love getting dressed up i love the candy and i love scaring people my favorite subject in school was history my favorite designer is tom ford my favorite restaurant is mastro's just because i love a steak and baked potatoes and my favorite book, very good question, is probably A Good Woman by Daniel Still. Oh, okay. okay. Can we hit the pause button first of all? Because I do have to confront one thing. Mm-hmm. The very first thing she says is the question you guys ask most in the comments is what's your favorite holiday? And the lie detector has determined that is a, that lie. Is a lie. I think the question most often asked in the comments is are you safe? Are you, are you being okay? held captive by your conservatorship? But in the meantime, I do want to double back to her answers to mm-hmm. the actual questions in just a moment. But for now, let's play a game we're calling. Let's answer Brittany's questions ourselves. Fun. Okay, so here's how it goes, Colleen. You, Holly, and myself will answer the questions mm. as posed by Brittany's followers 
we think, but not really. Probably somebody just gave her five questions yeah. and told her to answer and them. And said, people want to know this. So, Colleen, do you all have the questions in front of I you? I have the mm-hmm. questions and my answers Okay, right good. So, in your best Britney's, I would like you to answer Britney's questions. What's your favorite holiday? Okay, I said Christmas because I like family, food, and gifts. Uh, what's your favorite subject in school? English and writing. I like to write. Who's your favorite designer? Old Navy, I think. Oh, God. What's your favorite restaurant? Carboni's Minneapolis. I love pizza. And my favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird. Thank you. Oh, my God. That was so good. Yes. Oh, yay. Let's give her a ding. You got a ding over yeah, there, House? Hold on. I got a ding I'll, for I mean, you. I'd take a dong if you have that. There we go. There it is. There it is. She just, you said that out loud. You know that. A ding or a dong. Either one. What do you have? I'll take it. Remember, dings to the left. Dongs to the right. Dongs to the right. All right. Let's let's get our next contestant up. Her name is Holly Roberts. Oh, no. She's from uh, beautiful Whittier, neighborhood of Minneapolis. Not for long. Uh, That's another story I won't share on the air. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Her Uh, address is as follows. (laughs) She's on the corner of blankety blank. She's going to play an episode of Answer Britney's Questions. Take it, Holly. Okay. Um, my, my favorite holiday is... Okay. I don't have one. Favorite subject in school was history. All the history. So much history. My favorite designer is... Fruit of the Loom. My favorite restaurant is uh, the place where I get uh, euros and then you can get other accessories. And my favorite book is 1984. That was a good job, Holly. I just really, because I know you, loved the euros and accessories accessories. restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. I know. Bradley? How are you doing over there? Yes. <laughs> okay. Are we ready to play another game? Yeah. Episode of yeah. Britney's. Let's answer Britney's questions. Okay. So you guys asked me what my favorite holiday is. My favorite holiday is Christmas because I like Santa Claus. Uh, uh, he, I like his suit. Okay. Um, also, my favorite subject in school was history because sometimes the past is already done. And my favorite designer. Designer? My favorite designer is Elsa Scaparelli. I really love her surrealist patterns, and I have no idea what that means. Okay, my favorite restaurant is Buster's on, what is it, Colleen? 28th? 28? Because 28. they have really good wings, and the steak sandwich is amazing. Also, my favorite book is Lord of the Rings, because it's one ring to rule them all, and um, I think we're living you have ten fing- through it right now. Bye! Well done. Well done. You both so much better. Even though I felt like I already knew all that. I think we all knew our answers. Mm -hmm. But it's fun to do that every once in a while. It is hard, actually, to answer those questions. I really don't know who Elsa Scaparelli is. I googled designers. I don't have a favorite designer. And I was also um, talking in the break. It's hard to have, like... Favorites. Favorites, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like it, as an as an adult, like, doing I don't have a favorite. Any, it's like it's like best friends. No, this reminds me of what when my my ten year old son loves to do this to me. He's like, "What is the slowest you've ever seen somebody go on the freeway?" And I'm like, "I did not collect that information, <laughs> yeah. and I do not have it logged." Yeah. 
in my personal memory. So yes, I agree. As an adult, you don't those things don't just jump out for you. Yeah, well, and also I don't like picking. Right. Like I have many favorite restaurants. I have like a dozen. Yeah, what depending mood are you? on what kind of food we're talking mm-hmm. about. Or like favorite holiday. Also favorite and, books, what? all of them. Yes. Words, man. Literature. Yeah. And restaurants, I like a lot of food from a lot of places. Yes. Put it in my mouth. <laughs> okay. Maybe favorite subject in school is easy because, you know, like there's like five. But um, other than that, okay, can we double back and go to Brittany quickly? We don't yes. have time. But I do want to just say that um, her answers were very instructive. Can you say more about Danielle that? Danielle Steele oh, was yeah. her favorite book. I know. I that mean, I didn't expect me. her to say Ulysses, uh, but, or, you know, Finnegan's War and Wake. But, like, Moby maybe, like, Dick. I don't know, like, uh, the Hunger Games series or yeah. Twilight or, like, something everybody's been reading, some, like, Elin Hildebrand book or something. I don't know what that is, but is that, like, she's a an self-help author. thing? No, she's an author. She, oh, okay. she writes fiction. My favorite book is In Search of Lost Time because I don't know what I'm doing with my time. Because I am in search of my lost (laughs) time. I would have loved it if she had said, and no doubt somebody has gone through all of these answers and decoded why they're actually her saying, help, I'm being held captive by my father. (laughs) Um, So look up, do we know the plot of the Danielle Steele book? I mean, this could be instructive. Good Mm -hmm. call. What's it called again? A Good Woman? A Good, or Good, yeah. What? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, A Good Woman by Danielle Steele. Hold, please. Let me give you the... Uh... Yeah, no, we need the plot okay. of a good woman. Here because if it's like the woman's being held captive in a financial... Ready? Ready? Yeah. Annabelle Worthington was born into a life of privilege in the glamorous <gasps> New York society what? set living on Fifth Avenue in Newport, Rhode Island. In April 1912, everything changed when the Titanic sank, changing her world forever. Annabelle then pours herself into volunteer work, nursing the poor, igniting a passion for medicine that would shape the course of her life. And then there's like more grief because of something with her marriage, and like then there's a betrayal, and then she flees New York for war-ravaged France to lose herself in a world of helping others in the First World War field hospital run by a woman. I mean... I don't know. Okay, there's not much there. Mastro's, have you been there, Holly? Hold on. I have been to Mastro's, yes. Hold on. After the war, Annabelle becomes a Parisian doctor and becomes a mother living happily until a coincidental meeting reminds her of her former life, to which she returns stronger and braver than before. A new woman to fight against the overwhelming odds thrown against her in life. Oh. Okay, that's interesting. There it is, okay. Also, does Mastro's have some, like, what's the deal at Mastro's? You don't, you go to Mastro's to get the opulent seafood tower. You don't get it for so it's steak like a, and potatoes. It's a fancy steakhouse in Beverly Hills. Okay. I'm working on that one, guys. I'm going to spell Mastro's. M A S T R O S. Mastro's Steakhouse. Steakhouse. Like, when was the last time? What are they doing on the menu? You know over? what? We need to stop talking about Britney Spears eating because we've got to eat. Right. It's Friday, which means it's a cheat day. And I've got a little surprise for us. We're going to have a little cheat day when we come back on My Talk. One- Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Actually, it's Friday everywhere on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Ooh, hello. And because it's Friday, that can only mean but one thing. Tomorrow's Saturday. Okay, it could mean two things. It's also cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day. 
Taste test. Whoa, whoa. I saw these, uh, you know, on my virtual shelf at Target through my shop shipped app. And I thought, shop, ship. let's try that. Let's try that. Let's try that. I haven't tried that before. And that thing that we haven't tried before is the caramel coconut Oreo. Oh, gosh. I didn't know this was a thing. Caramel coconut. Caramel coconut Oreos. Now, please explain what these look like. Well. Because we have options when it comes how to. How many words? I mean, like, what words do you want I me to use? I will tell you that with, like, they were far away from me on the desk here, and I could smell them. Yeah, you can definitely smell the caramel. Mm-hmm. I don't know about well, the Well, co- I wouldn't call coconut. that caramel. I would call it. Caramel flavoring. Waft of caramel, eau, eau de caramel scent. Yeah. They are the um they are gonna be your chocolate Oreo cookie, so not the golden Oreo. It's weird, I would say. Don't with the I'm just saying in, in conjunction with coconut. Okay, but I want you to look at the picture caramel. on it. There's like a cake. So is coconut chocolate caramel cake a thing? I, I'm nah. sure somewhere. And you guys know me. I love me some coconut, so you'd think I would know. But I didn't know. So it has that kind of cake on the top. So I'm like, okay, so it's a chocolate cookie. And it's got the caramely innards, and it does say that there are some, uh, it says caramel coconut flavored cream with, co- artificially flavored with coconut pieces. Now, I love my coconut. Artificially flavored with, with coconut, coconut pieces. pieces. That doesn't That's make sense. what it says. I'm going to do something unprecedented. I have now twisted my Oreo open. I'm just going to eat the innard. Why? For a sec. What? What? No, well, you can't I, do no, that. No, I'm going to go no, back and do the rest. I just no. want to see what the innard tastes like. No. I know what the cookie tastes like. And you want your t- bite to be uncorrupted like by that's... the cookie. I'm doing it. Mm. I feel like that's Ooh. dumb. Well, no, they... that's not because here's what I wanted to know. Am I going to get like the texture of coconut in there? <laughs> and the answer is yes. Oh. Yeah, but nobody's eating them that way. Well, now I'm going to eat it the normal way. It was just an experiment. What do you think? And also, the innard itself doesn't taste too caramely at all. Nor does it really taste all that coconutty. Just kind of tastes burnt. Really? Yeah. What do you think, Hals? Burnt. I'm gonna go for the whole. Why does it taste burnt? Oh. Well, first of all, this Oreo is flawed because they decided to go with the regular chocolate Oreo cookie. It mm-hmm. should have been a golden cookie experience. I agree. So this fails. Way like, to go, Nabisco. Let's be real. I would eat it. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. I would eat these, mm-hmm. but I would never buy these. Yep. Because to me, there's, I don't, what is that burnt flavor? Is anyone getting burnt in the back mm, of their tongue? I think that's supposed to be the caramel flavor. Like bitter? Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, maybe. But like okay. what I'm saying is like there's nothing happening on this cookie that would make me se- seek it out. But obviously if there was a thing of cookies sitting there and I just wanted cookies... Can yeah, I, but it's like burnt. Can I tell you the real thing is this. We have said that about every flavored Oreo. Yeah. And I just stand by the fact see, that I'm eating another one. The only Oreo I really want is just a regular Oreo. I don't actually want this junk. So I'm just what I'm trying I, to get it. You're trying to get what? Oh, the burnt. It. Oh, that's what you're doing. That's why you're going to have so many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see if you can get to the bottom of that burnt flavor. What if maybe I just got? I think a burnt it's worse package? that the the. What? What if I just got a burnt package? I think it's the visual of the black cookie, mm-hmm. and the the sort of like acrid, fake. It's, it's very caramel smell mm-hmm. that creates this idea that it's burnt. I think you're probably right because it does smell kind of burny, Hannah. Like <laughs> it does have a burny nose to it a bernie sanders nose it does have a little bernie sanders these cookies okay are tasting a little burnt let's go around and that was actually a really good impression holly and uh rate the caramel coconut oreos that's a subpar two on the bradley trainer cobra list holly how many cobras out of you i am also going to give these oreos a two i'm going to give these oreos a two point Three, <laughs> only because when I twisted it apart and ate only the innards, I did not not enjoy it. Is the innard burnt? No. So I didn't have that burnt experience until I ate the whole darn cookie. Mm. So whatever, I'll probably eat four more of these. When we come All back right. on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We'll tell you about them when we come back right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Behaving badly. We have a name for them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything oh. entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I just had one of them cookies with coffee. It is real oh, that burnt. That didn't go well. Oh, that is trash, you guys. Don't do are it. You, are you taking it down from a two to like a 1.5? Maybe. Anyway. We're moving forward. We tasted Oreos with caramel and coconut in the and last you, segment, and they tasted like burnt toast. And you're still tasting them. I don't know. Maybe I'm just tasting burnt toast. Isn't that a like a medical <gasps> no, thing? No, no, no. You have to smell it. You don't taste okay. it. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get to those celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is... Demon! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. John Mayer. Your D-bag is John Mayer. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's headline. generally a D-bag. He but. is. And I mean, and that's the thing. It's not just, this is not, okay, listen, this, let me, I'll read the headline and I'll tell you why it's D-baggy. But really the crux of it is just that John Mayer is D-baggy. 
The headline is Shayana Shay, and I think that's her name, says, or maybe it's Shayna Shay, says she was in a throuple with John Mayer after he split with Jennifer Aniston. Quote, we had a little throuple going on, the reality star said of herself, John Mayer, and her old roommate, the Hill star, Stacey Adams. She goes out, and and by the way, Shayna Shea, for those of you who don't know, like myself, because I don't even know if I'm saying her name properly, is one of the stars on uh, Vanderpump Rules. Okay. And she was on the Flashbacks podcast on Wednesday, and she explained in 2008 she first met John Mayer just before he broke up with Jennifer Aniston, and she and her roommate Stacy Adams uh, entered into a throuple together, and it all started on a night when they were at the same party, and they ended up getting wasted. Her <laughs> and John Mayer and Jennifer true Aniston. True love. But Jennifer Aniston was originally in the picture. She said every time they did a shot, they would get me a shot. Uh, And then they invited me to go back to her place in the Palisades for an after party. I think we know what that means. She ended up not going to Jennifer Aniston's house. Who says no to that? I was going to say that's a huge fail. Right? Anyway, but then she ran into him later and then they got into a throuple. And listen, I don't like, care. Do your this own is like, thing. This like, is... do you like or each other or many people? I don't care if you're thruppling or, you know, uh, fuppling. I don't care. I don't care how many people are in your relationship. But just in general, John Mayer is a D bag. And so this just makes it just D baggier. Yeah. That's all. I mean, they're all kind of D baggy. Yeah. And I don't like, care. and like her kind of like kissing and telling the story. I don't know. Yeah, you and who knows, whatever. Celebrities dumb. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> she said that she never told a single soul about her connection to John Mayer. Well, until she got invited just did, on a honey, podcast on a podcast that nobody is probably and familiar with. Just in case you're wondering, because they did ask on the podcast. Apparently, there was some confusion. Was it a sexual throuple? That's just called a three-way. I I mean, a thruple is, generally speaking, like three people in a relationship. They did that repeatedly. So. The sex, not the relationship. Whatever they called it. Yeah. Here's the thing. My sense of John Mayer, based on the reading I've done, is that anybody who was having any kind of a sexual, like, he would have called that a relationship. Mm. Right? When many people can make us separation between sex and a relationship mm-hmm. he would just anybody who he had sex with he was having a relationship mm. with okay well good luck to him that's my feeling on that. <clears throat> i'm done nasty. now I'm done okay um my d-bag today is harrison ford what did he do did he crash another helicopter oh my god oh. careful no I mean, actually like bat, like, did, that's why you know what i mean that's why He's my D-bag, not oh. because he did, but because he actually flew. Okay, so you got to go with me on this journey. Harrison Ford flies private jet to take son Liam to college oh. with wife Callista Flockhart. No. I don't think you should be doing that, Harrison. No, no he's not good with the flying. We've, we've seen several times, if you didn't know, although he's been a pilot, licensed uh, as he is for decades, just a few months ago, he was involved in an incident at Los Angeles Airport at LAX. And that wasn't the first time. If you'll remember, he also 
Um, he also like crash landed a plane once, right? Uh, yeah, I feel like that happened a while ago. And also, he's just generally accident prone. Yes. I he think. angered the last time he angered this um, a, an airplane tower operator after he ignored the guy's request. I just think you and maybe like on the most important day of days, you know, flying your son in on private jet yeah. for college. Also, how like and three dogs. I mean, they had a lot of living things on this flight. Also, how. Like, what a different world people live in. Like, mm-hmm. I got to take my son to college. Let me fly in on my yeah. private jet. Yeah. Must be rough. Also, I just, this has nothing to do with his debaggery. But as I'm flipping through the many pictures, by the way, like, this is a gallery of a yeah. lot of pictures. If you ever, yeah, I was just mentioning the other day that Just Jared, the website, has... Usually, like, they have the entire gallery whenever there's, like, a celebrity sighting. Mm-hmm. So you can get all the juicy in-between photos Which that normally are trash. My favorite thing. Um, Callista Flockhart, what is she up to? Uh, nothing. Like, Mm-mm. she doesn't do any acting anymore. Allie McBeal is, like, she's hung up her acting shoes. And is just, like... Yeah, she's just doing Wife thing. to Harrison Ford? I don't know. It's and so, mom, apparently. Yeah, she's just... Hanging, and is that their child together? I don't know. I okay. think that the kid was Callista Flockhart's. I want to say the story is that she adopted this oh, child, right. and it was her kid. And then she started going out with Harrison Ford, and then they all became a family. That's right. And Aww. so now Harrison is daddy o or I don't know. You're right they because call she Harrison became Ford. a mom when she was doing um, Ally McBeal. Right. I do remember that. Also, she's a brunette. Yeah. Who knew? Wow. Color in your hair. Yeah. yeah. Or let it went, like, what, I, she you let know. it go natural. I don't know. I'm curious if this is like a decision of hers to not act anymore or if she just well, wasn't Well, I mean, presumably because what? I'm, I don't see why she wouldn't be able to get a job if she wanted one. Yeah. Um, I what was I going to say about... Uh, oh, here's the other thing that I was just fixated on and I actually spent some time... Uh, checking on this um, earlier today, like the fact that college is happening. Oh, yeah. Um, I just looked at, um, I went to McAllister here in St. Paul and I was reading through their, what they're doing this year. And I'm like, wow, they're like doing it. Places are doing it. I'm well, just going to say something really trying. So this is actually like, this was a headline today at Star Tribune. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I kind of want to have it in front of me um, so that I can... Appro- appropriately uh, share it with you because it has to do with college. Mm-hmm. 17 St. Olaf students suspended, mm. 50 quarantined yep. after a mask-free party. It's crazy. They're get, they're obviously taking it very seriously, which is oh, yeah. helpful. I was just surprised that like they have this whole, I was reading through the whole regime that they go through. Um, like students have to be tested when they get there. Then there's this two week quiet period, which presumably is a, an opportunity, like nobody goes to classes, but everybody sort of stays in place Mm -hmm. for two weeks. Once everybody's in, like everybody who's coming back, um, sort of has to like stay indoors for two weeks and then they have limited mobility. Obviously Mm -hmm. certain things aren't open, all that stuff, but it's just fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I, I know of a person in my life who, was going back to school in a different state and they had to have like, they had like a period of time wherein you had to get 
a COVID test and get the results with like before they could even arrive on campus. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's it's a it's a process. Ugh. It's a weird world. Fascinating. Y'all. But like I just think about myself, like what if it was my, you know, freshman year? Like freshman year was such a, you know, transformative mm-hmm. period of growth as a human. Um I just it's it's fascinating to think what, you know, people going through this for the very first time are experiencing. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we do have news. Speaking of college, mm-hmm. remember that college admissions scandal? Oh, yeah. Lori Laughlin and uh, Gianno Massimuli. Well, we know what is going to happen to Gianno Massimuli, Massimo Giannulli. Um, We are still awaiting the news on what the outcome will be for Lori Laughlin, but we'll give you some of the details of what we know when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, we finally have uh, some answers as to how Massimo Giannulli and Lori Laughlin will be paying for their part in the uh, college admissions scam. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. So this is really, so this, uh, this news came out right at the very beginning of our show today. Um, and Lori Laughlin was supposed to have had her sentencing as well by now. We don't have that information yet, but we do have the information about her husband, mm-hmm. Massimo Giannulli. So you'll remember Massimo Giannulli and Lori Laughlin, um, st- among other things, staged photographs of their daughters uh, to try to get them a scholarship via the row- rowing team. Uh, oh, what? Oh, do, did it just come out? Well, this is from three hours ago. Lori Laughlin sentenced to two months in prison. Oh, why didn't I get that? I don't know. Because I just looked up news of Lori Laughlin. Well, that was just three minutes ago. Oh, well, oh, maybe three minutes turned into three hours on Twitter. It um, happens. But it says Lori Laughlin just appeared on Zoom for a 2.30 sentencing hearing. She has agreed to a deal that would sentence her to prison for two months. Okay, so this is interesting. So, um... So first of all, what we know about Massimo Giannulli is that he has been sentenced to uh, a $250,000 fine, 250 hours of community service, and five months in prison. Uh, He also will face two years of supervised release. So this is, you know, that's pretty significant. Now, we did know that his, uh, he would probably have more... Um, his sentencing would be more stiff than hers because of his increased participation in this. So hers again are, say that again. Okay, so I've got, um, this is just coming from someone over at NBC. So Lori Laughlin just appeared on Zoom for a 2.30 sentencing hearing. She's agreed to a deal that would sentence her to prison for two months. Judge Gorton, apparently the judge in the case, accepted the plea agreement along with the two months in prison. Lori Laughlin will also have to pay a fine of $150,000. Apparently right now they're hearing from uh, AUSA. I don't know who that is. Attorney for the United States, maybe? Justin O'Connell. Laughlin appeared bothered by the statement he just made. Quote, Laughlin opted to cheat so her children could steal two admission spots from more capable, deserving mm. students. Ooh. That's developing. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, 
it's interesting because this is this has been a journey. At one point, we thought that they were uh, going to be facing many, many years in prison because they had they refused to do to to plead guilty, which that is a marked difference from what um, Felicity Huffman mm-hmm. did. She took responsibility from the jump uh, and pled guilty, and she's already done her time and and has stayed remarkably out of headlines since. Really. Yeah, and I think she had a very clear path, a very clear strategy, and followed that strategy. And then, you know, we were all sort of poo-pooing Lori Laughlin and... Uh... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, Massimo Giannulli in terms of their fighting this thing. But then it there did seem to be a moment where it seemed like it might work in their favor because there was some question as to whether or not the prosecution um had unfairly tainted this process and i remember that process playing out before everything went into lockdown but then with the sort of onset of the lockdown and the coronavirus that really changed the trajectory of the case Mm -hmm. because it put increasing pressure i think on everyone involved to figure out a solution because this is not like everybody's focus went elsewhere, right? right? It went to the the more urgent matter at hand. So I wonder if that sort of then expedited getting to where we are today. But in the end, you can say that, um, you know, the fact that the two of them are going to jail for a significant amount of time as compared to um, Felicity Huffman indicates mm-hmm. that they probably should have just taken a deal in the first place, although their cases are not similar. So they were never going to get the same right. treatment um, in that sense, because by all accounts, what Felicity Huffman did as compared to what Massimo Giannulli and Lori Laughlin did um, were, you know, not vastly, but significantly different enough that they would probably, even if they'd taken a deal from the word go, uh, received a longer sentence. And right. also, two months is not nothing. Well, that's true. Like, and two months for Lori Laughlin in federal prison? Yeah, that's going to be... That's a lot. It's not nothing. Now, to just to refresh your memory, had they gone to trial and been convicted, they were they were likely facing up to 20 years in prison for this conspiracy charge. So two months in juxtaposition to that 20 years feels like... Not much, but this was all part of the plea deal. And and essentially the judge at the beginning of the sentencing today said that plea deal is, I mean, he didn't mince words, especially at the beginning of Massimo Giannulli's um, sentencing trial. The very first thing that came out of his mouth was essentially like count on what has been outlined in the plea deal. That will be your punishment. So they knew very early on, and I don't know if the same thing happened with Lori Laughlin's sentencing hearing, but either way, she is not going to be doing as much time as he did, but they he he his involvement was far steeper. So Caroline Connolly, again, she's a reporter for NBC Boston. She's been tweeting out like stuff as it's happening, and she gave us the update so far that Lori's gonna get two months in prison. She's got a hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine. 
Um, and then, you know, the um, attorney, the prosecutor in this case is, um, you know, sort of going after Lori in, in uh, his statement. Um, at one point, she raised her eyebrows when he was making his statement that she opted to cheat her kids uh, or cheat rather so that her kids could steal to admission spots for more capable, deserving students. Lori Laughlin, quote, raises her eyebrows and turns to her attorney as O'Connell says she has been shunned by the entertainment industry. Her lawyer waved it off. O'Connell says this sentence sends a message to wake up, to realize that everyone is accountable. Lori Laughlin's lawyer, Sean Berkowitz, is now addressing the judge. So it'll be interesting to see what, um, you know, what her lawyer says. Again, I mean, oh, thinking of Lori Laughlin in prison for, you know, two months. Um, that's, yeah, that's huge. But hey, look, after her two months, she gets to go to a beautiful new multi-million dollar mm -hmm. home that they just bought. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and $150,000 ain't nothing for them. Absolutely not. I mean, it will amount to what his 250 plus her 150. So 400,000, you know, just close to a half a million dollars in fines. Plus they'll do some community service, et cetera. Um, but it's that prison time. I mean, he'll be in there for five months. She'll be in for two months. And we don't yet know if they'll serve concurrently or how they're gonna how they're gonna go about that. Ooh. I just feel like we have been paid. This feels very anticlimactic to me because we've oh, been so. well because we've been following this for so long, and you know I think we were gearing up for a trial because she was dig they were digging their heels in so much about not wanting to enter into a plea deal, mm -hmm. but then they did, and now here we are. But. Yeah, and I, you know, it 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 is certainly anticlimactic in the sense that we don't get that trial. But I do think, like, um, it also just it. I'm happy to see that at the end of the day, you know, there are consequences for this behavior. I mean, like, I wasn't particularly invested in this case. I mean, it just seems like. You know, um, you had privileged people who did something nobody else could do and they got caught and then they thought they wouldn't have to pay the price for it because they were privileged. And that's the problem in the first place. Mm -hmm. So in the sense that like from the vantage point where I'm sitting here hoping that people who have a, a lot of resources learn that they can't always get away with what they want to, even if it's not like there's not somebody lying bloody on the floor as a result like it that makes me happy yeah like that people have consequences even if they're super rich and powerful um i will say ooh, and i'm actually like there's i'm looking at video as she's in the sentencing hearing and she looks um shell-shocked shall we say oh i'm sure yeah um i do just want to say too you need not look any further than twitter to see um, some people juxtaposing her case against some other cases that has, that suffered far stiffer penalties for far less. Yeah, of course. I mean, right. again, so at the end of the day, people who are privileged, white people who are privileged, mm -hmm. like Lori Laughlin and um, Mas I can never say his Massimo name. Giannou. I'm just going to call him that guy. Massey. They, you know, they, the system... They are not going to receive the same consequences mm -hmm. um, that a person of color, much less a person of less uh, lesser means, would receive. Yeah, that's very true. For far less, literally for, for like ridiculously less. I mean, they they literally were bribing, um, you know, someone to get their child materially ahead in life. Yeah. So 
Interestingly, there was another sentencing hearing that took place today that I was following uh, and many people were following. And that was uh, that of Joseph D'Angelo. You may say, I don't know who that person is. Well, if you followed the book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, if the words Golden State Killer mean anything to you, this will be interesting information for you as well. Um, I'll tell you what was most interesting about that to me and also what I learned from the end of the docu-series that HBO aired about the Golden State Killer when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show right here on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.